Yo fam, Coach Sam with Strong Gens Coaching here with another solo episode for you guys on everything health and fitness related. Um, if you did not know, we run a uh, men's coaching program called Strong Gents where we help men get physically, mentally, and socioeconomically stronger in life. Yeah, it's super simple. It's a, a very low entry barrier program, meaning it's, a, it's not going to break your bank and you don't need a ton of time. Uh, we've structured it in a way to give you the most value uh, and the most powerful information in an easy manner that does not cost a ton of money and does not take up a bunch of your time. So it's going to improve your life massively in the realms of physical health, mental health, and social and career health. If you're interested in this program, if you're a man 18 and older, send us an email at stronggentscoaching at gmail.com. Uh, so today I have three questions for you guys that were sent to me. Um, by members of the program and uh, I'm going to go over those three and maybe some other things uh, as we go along as well anything that really pops into my head um, but before we start I want to go over my golf game with you guys this past weekend I played on Saturday at a place called Meadows at Middlesex here in New Jersey and I uh, played pretty good I've only been golfing for a year now um, and I've grown to absolutely love the sport I would say I'm addicted to it, and uh, Saturday's round was good. I went out with my buddies. Uh, it's one of my favorite things to do in this world and in this life is to be out there for three to five hours sometimes with my best friends and uh, just um, helping each other out and talking a little bit of crap along the way and just having some smiles, some laughs, some fun, some serious talks. Um, it's one of the greatest times for men to bond, I feel like. Um, so if you haven't gotten into golf, I strongly recommend it. Saturday was a pretty good day, actually, for me golfing. Um, everything was kind of uh, lining up. Um, I did struggle around the greens, so my chip-in and my short game wasn't super great. But um, I did get on the green um, without much trouble. I stayed close to the fairways pretty much the whole time. Um, I'm just trying to get better. Uh, fun fact, I did start a golf clothing company called Closet Caddy. I really haven't touched it in about a year, but if you search Closet Caddy on Instagram, it's still up there. I got some awesome t-shirts you can buy for yourself or your buddies. Um, there's also some coffee mugs on there. They have some funny sayings on it. So check that out, Closet Caddy on Instagram. And if you do golf, um, you can download the app 18 Birdies. I have no affiliation with this company, but uh, me and my friends started using this app. And you can follow me on there. We can watch each other play some golf. You can follow my rounds, and you can comment on it and tell me I suck or say, oh, what good job out there. Um, 18 birdies. You can probably just search my name. I'm not really sure um, how you can find me. I don't know if I have a username or not. I'll check. But you could just search Sam Letson, L-E-T-S-O-N, on 18 birdies and add me as a friend, and then we can uh, see how we play. Um, but let's get into this health and fitness stuff. Uh, actually, if you didn't listen to the last episode, it was a pretty powerful episode. Um, I had Coach Tom on, and he's been a substance abuse, so a drug alcohol counselor um, for, I think, 30 years now. And um, we spoke about marijuana and how it could possibly impact your life in a negative way, um, how it could be beneficial to you. Um, he's speaking more in terms of the mental health counselor, of the substance abuse counselor, because he's dealt with people who have struggled with marijuana. So he has some really awesome perspectives um, that you may not have heard before. And he gives a lot of great information. Um, I think it was a very solid conversation with a lot of knowledge. 
and just a lot of info for you guys to digest. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and listen to that episode um, with Coach Tom talking about marijuana and uh, its impact in your life. Uh, but let's get started. I'm going to get these questions going. Take a quick sip of water before we start. Make sure you drink your water today, folks. Okay, so uh, Coach Sam, what is the best exercise for your core? Right now, I've been doing planks and sit-ups. Do you have any suggestions? Okay, so um, the core is a very important part of the body, okay? And your core isn't just your six-pack abs. A lot of people, when you say the word core, they just visualize that six-pack that you see on fitness magazines and in some athletes. But your core is a lot more um, than just that muscle, okay? You're doing planks, which is great, and you're doing sit-ups, which is great. Um, and it ultimately comes down to what your goal is. Now, I don't know if your goal is to strengthen your low back or to get a six-pack ab um, or to make it more stable for sport. You didn't really specify. So let's just go over the basics here, okay? Um, the function of the six-pack muscle that you see on fitness magazines and in athletes, the big block muscles in front of your body on top of your stomach, um, those are responsible for bringing your rib cage to your pelvis and vice versa. So a sit-up would be an example of that, or a reverse crunch would be an example of that. And so what that's going to do is get you stronger in that range of motion. So that say you're laying on the ground and you need to, you need to get up, that sit-up motion, if those muscles are strong enough, will help pull you up. Um, those muscles... Um, sit right behind your belly fat on your stomach. So if you're someone who holds a little bit of belly fat and you don't see your six pack, you still have one. It's just underneath that belly. So if you would like to see your six pack abs, you're gonna have to lose some body fat. But planking is awesome for the core and uh, planking can be done in many variations. So you can do a standard plank on your forearms, uh, but they are butchered a lot. So a lot of people will sag their low back um, a lot of people don't have the upper body strength to really hold themselves up in that position. So they take their shoulders, take a toll. So if you're someone who's not great at them, you can progress them, right? You could set yourself up on a high bench. You could get into a push-up position and hold that. Um, and then you can work your way down from the bench to a low mat and then onto the floor. Uh, but the important position of the plank is actually to have a little bit of a round in your back at all times. That's going to keep the core engaged. So think about bringing your pelvis, so your hips, tuck your butt, and draw your rib cage down while you're planking. And that's going to engage the stomach a lot more than if you're just hanging out on your shoulder joints. Okay. So planks is really good for stabilizing the trunk. And a main function of the core really is actually keeping the upper body and the lower body uh, in a synergistic um, movement at all times. So if you think about a dancer, when they're moving in space and they're making these big extravagant movements, sometimes you'll notice that their lower body and their upper body are not necessarily in the same plane of movement. Their upper body may be behind their lower body. Now the role of the core is to be able to be strong enough to bring that upper body back into balance with the lower body and vice versa. So a lot of people experience low back pain and they're told to strengthen their core. And this does help. And the reason this helps is because your low back is uh, it's a very comp in a very compromised position because it's stuck between two solid 
units. It's stuck between your torso, your rib cage, and your hip complex, your pelvis. All right, and it's stuck there. There's nothing in front but your organs, uh, and the only thing holding you up is going to be the muscles that extend down your back, and as well as your core. So your core is going to also be responsible for helping you maintain good uh, posture. Um, so you want to be working all the musculature in your core, not just that six-pack ab muscle in the front. So sit-ups will help develop that muscle. Planks will help develop a lot of the um, uh, stabilization in the core. So isometrics are just great in general. Um, but then you have your transverse abdominus muscle. And a lot of people have not heard what that is. Um, but if you're sitting down right now in your car or wherever, I want you to try and suck your stomach in towards your back. So bring your belly button in towards your spine and hold that and you'll feel a burning sensation around your torso. That is the transverse abdominus muscle. And that muscle is really, really, really important for low back health and safety. So not only do you wanna do a crunching motion going forward, not only do you wanna do a planking exercise for the isometric bracing of the core, but you also wanna be doing a drawing in maneuver. So sucking your stomach in. Those three things together will help create a stronger core. Uh, they will also build the musculature around your core. So when you lose body fat, you'll be able to see your abs. And then you have another core muscle, which is called your obliques. And this is responsible for bending and rotating. Um, so you can work these muscles by doing side planks. You can work these muscles by grabbing a band, attaching it somewhere, taking the other end and holding your arms out and rotating to one side or hold it right out in the middle. That's another isometric for the obliques. So you wanna be training all the musculature of your core. There's not necessarily one best uh, exercise or way of doing it. It really comes down to the goals and the function of your body in this current moment. But if I did have to pick one exercise that will build a rock solid core in a manner that translates over into life the greatest, honestly, it would have to be the ab rollout. Now, this is a difficult exercise for a lot of people. Uh, it is difficult to maintain a good position throughout the movement, but it's very progressible. So if you're someone who does an ab rollout and you feel like your arms are too weak to hold you up or you feel like your low back is caving down, what I want you to do is take a little mat for your knees, put it a couple feet away from a wall, maybe three feet away from a wall, and start there. You're going to roll out, tap the wall, and come back. And once you can hold a rounded back position or a neutral back position, it's going to look different for everybody. Everybody's got different posture. Um, once you can maintain that throughout that movement, you're going to move the pad back a little bit, and then you're going to master that distance, and you're going to keep moving it back until you can fully extend out until your nose touches the floor, and you can roll back with a good back position. Um, a lot of people butcher that exercise because they try and just do an ab rollout all the way and they don't really engage their core that much. Um, they just rest a lot of pressure on their low back, and the next day they're like, oh, my low back is sore. Um, so that would be my number one exercise for core function and stability is the ab roll. I just absolutely love that exercise. Um, so all in all, work your core in all different planes. Do your sit-ups, do your planks, do some rotation exercises, and add in the ab rollout exercise, and you'll have an awesome core. Um, I'm going to take a quick sip of water here. All right. Second question. How's your day going, by the way? 
hope it's going good. I had an awesome day today, actually. Uh, flew by, got a lot done. Feeling good. I'm still happy about golf this weekend, and I can't wait to go next weekend as well. Um, do need a lot of work, though. I'm, I'm definitely not great, but I'm, I'm getting better. Okay, so question number two. Sam, is exercise order important? I am doing, uh, for example, I, I did a chest, shoulder, and tricep workout. Is there a group of muscles I should be training first, um, et cetera, et cetera? Okay, so exercise order, is it important? It is, to an extent, important. And there is a way to structure your workouts um, to make them more optimal and get you greater results. And first, it really comes down to what your goal is, is going to determine what exercise order what the exercise order should be in. So say your goal is building muscle and getting stronger. You gave the example of a chest, shoulder, tricep day. So I'm going to work with that right now. Um, if you're having a chest, shoulder, tricep day, uh, let's say your hardest workout is your dumbbell bench press, right? That's where you're going to lift the most amount of weights. It's going to be the most strenuous. That is the exercise you want to put an emphasis on. So you should be doing that exercise first after a warm-up. So your warm-up doesn't have to be extravagant. It doesn't have to be too long, five to 10 minutes. You can hop on a treadmill on an incline at a fast pace walk to get the blood pumping, hop off, do some bodyweight squats, get a band, do some band pull parts for your shoulders, some external, internal rotations, um, and then you're good to go. You don't really need to do crazy, crazy long warm-up. Five to 10 minutes is great. Stretch out, get your mind right, get ready to go. Start thinking about the tasks at hand and put away the distractions. So shut your phone off, get your headphones, or um, turn your notifications off, put your headphones in, put your favorite music on, and get ready to work out. Um, so exercise order, to make it simple for you, is doing the most demanding exercise first, and then the second most demanding, third most demanding, fourth, fifth, sixth, seven, eight, nine, ten, etc., etc., etc. So if yours is the dumbbell bench press, and that's going to be your heaviest weights, the most strenuous you want to attack that first because when you first get there to work out after your warm-up, that's when you have the most energy. That is when you're going to have the most focus and you're going to put the greatest amount of attention on those hard exercises. Um, so after your chest press, your dumbbell bench press, let's say your shoulder press is the second toughest exercise that you're going to be using the most amount of weight on, um, then you would follow your bench press up with that. And then you want to do your triceps, so you'd follow that up with skull crushers, and then you would do tricep extensions, chest flies, lateral shoulder raises. Um, so you're going from the most demanding to the least demanding in terms of weight used and focus that needs to be had during that set. Um, and that goes for all training for the most part. But it is goal-oriented. So say you want to get better at shoulder press. You're not great. It's the biggest struggle for you. It is the most demanding exercise for you. You may be pushing more weight on your bench press, but the shoulder press is more taxing for you. Then I would think about doing that first because in the beginning of your workout, you have the most focus and the most amount of energy. So that exercise would benefit from the extra attention and intensity that you give it. Um, so think about it that way. Warm up, most demanding exercise, second most demanding, third most demanding, so on and so forth but it is goal-oriented. So depending on what your goal is, it will depend on how you structure the demand of exercises. But that's just a basic breakdown for you. Um, if you would like any help, any advice, reach out to me, stronggenscoaching at gmail.com, 
or send me a DM on Instagram, stronggents underscore coaching, or send me a message on Facebook, stronggents-menscoaching. Um, a lot of people do go into the gym, though, and they just do a bunch of exercises randomly without structure. So it is good to gain structure um, in some capacity. You don't necessarily have to obsess over it, but you should have a plan of action um, when you enter the gym, and you should be doing a similar program for 12 weeks at a time, maybe more, uh, the same exercises, trying to get better at them, trying to progress them. All right, so I hope that helps you. We got one more question here. Guys, I do have to work on talking slower. I say it every time, but I just get so amped up. I'm very passionate about this stuff, and I just keep going. I keep rattling. Like, I'm getting I'm getting out of breath right now. I feel like I just I feel like I just uh, did a short run. Okay, so um, and that's probably not good. Uh, Coach Sam, is it possible to just lose belly fat? Um, uh, no, it's not. Uh, it's 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 a broad question, so I'm going to answer it with no. It's not because I think what you're trying to say is it possible to just lose fat around the midsection without necessarily losing it in other places? And no, that is impossible. So fat is its own organ. Um, it's separate from your muscle system. So a lot of people think that when you work the abs, for example, you do a lot of sit-ups, a lot of uh, planks, a lot of uh, leg raises, that you're burning fat around your belly. When all you're actually doing, which is still very important and good, is you're working the muscles underneath the belly fat. So are you going to get good musculature development in your six-pack abs from doing exercises for the abs? Yes. Are you going to lose belly fat by doing that? No. The way your body burns fat is systemically, meaning it just continues to pull fat, not necessarily belly fat, but fat from anywhere in the body to use as energy. And the way we lose fat is by burning more calories than we eat, right? So nutrition is going to be the number one way to lose body fat and if you do it for an extended period of time 12 weeks six months nine months a year then you're going to start to see that you're losing weight belly fat around fat around the midsection that belly fat area but it's not possible to just spot choose where you lose body fat so it's important to stick to a uh, fat loss plan for three months at a time at least in order for your body to start pulling all that energy that's stored in your fat tissue um, so it can burn it off and you can look slimmer and get results. But by working just the muscles underneath the belly fat, you're not going to lose the fat there. But doing ab exercises is important. We talked about it earlier. It's a good way to build up the musculature, to stabilize the trunk, uh, and to help your body move in space with possibly reducing the risk of injury. Um, I say possibly because you can get injured doing anything. You can't prevent injuries, um, but it's better to be proactive than reactive in a situation with the back, right? So training your core does help. Um, so if your goal is to lose belly fat, I really urge you to look yourself in the mirror and ask, are you doing everything you can do in terms of cleaning up your nutrition and sticking to an exercise and walking program? You should be on a strength training program, 
and you should be doing walking at least 20 minutes a day, five days a week. Um, but the nutrition is really going to be the most important part. So sticking to a high protein diet, eliminating a lot of junk foods, eliminating any drinks that have calories. So sodas, Gatorades, sport drinks, uh, iced teas, milks, um, those uh, coffee drinks you get at Dunkin' and Starbucks that have 500 calories a piece. Um, those are things you want to limit. Desserts, pastries, fried foods, uh, high-calorie foods like uh, pizzas and uh, ice creams, things like that. Those are high-calorie, uh, high in fat and in sugars, and um, they don't have a lot of protein in them. So you want to prioritize protein. You want to eat your fruits and veggies as much as you can. Drink a crap ton of water. Diet drinks, so diet sodas, diet teas, um, zero-calorie uh, sports drinks. Um, stick to black coffee if you can or sugar-free energy drinks if those if that's in your lane and that's something you like. Um, but eating a lot of protein, a lot of fruits, a lot of veggies. Um, you can have some grains like rice. You can have um, some oatmeals, some potatoes, sweet potatoes. Those are all great, but you want to stay away from the junk foods and the snack foods and drinks that contain a lot of calories. If you pair strength training to build the muscles underneath your body fat and you follow a walking program to help burn more energy and alongside that you are sticking to a cleaner nutrition program protocol, you will begin to lose body fat and eventually you will see that your belly fat is reducing as well. Boom. I hope that helps. Um, that is all three questions for today. I don't have a lot of time, so I have to make this episode a little bit shorter. But I did want to go over one perspective with you because it, um, it popped up a few times this week in my personal training business. And that would be this mindset of, I'm just going to start next week or I'll start tomorrow. Or if uh, I'll just do this for one more day and then I'll get on track. And I see that the people who have this mindset are always black and white. Like they're, it's either they're 100% in or they're 100% off. And that is one of the worst ways to go about cleaning up your health and your fitness. Um, you need to realize that you're going to be in a flux. It is a constant journey that is never ending for the rest of your life. There's no deadline. Um, although it's good to set goals and deadlines for those goals, there is no deadline on health and fitness. It is a journey for life. So you can start right now and you don't have to do everything perfect, but you want to try and do more things on the right side of your goals than more than uh, things that you're doing that are going to take away from your goals. So try and strive for 70% of your time is spent doing things to reach your goals and 30% of your time may be where you're falling off. If you're 70, 30, you are going to reach your goals. And if you are consistent for 3, 6, 9, 12, 18, 24 months, 5 years, you are going to see drastic changes. Little things add up over time. You don't got to be perfect. You can pick. I always tell people when they've been living a certain way for, let's say, 10, 20, 30 years and they're trying to completely change who they are and what they do. I tell them to stick to one thing, pick one thing and stick to that for three to four weeks, at least two weeks, right? 
You got to wait for your body to start changing. You have to wait for your body and your mind to start adapting. You have to wait for your endocrine system, your hormones to start changing. You have to wait for the neurochemistry in your brain to start changing. You have to wait for your muscular system to start changing and how it uses energy. Your body becomes more efficient to things the more you do it. It doesn't necessarily mean that if you do more in one day, that is going to completely change. It's over the period of a long time that things change. So you just need to stay consistent even if you feel like you're not seeing results because results are happening behind the scenes. You just don't have the patience to wait for them to show. You need to have the patience and the mindset of delayed gratification in order to see your goals come to fruition in this health and fitness stuff. So stop saying I'm going to start tomorrow. Stop saying I'll start next week. Stop saying once this is over. Just start with something. It could be as simple as going for a 10-minute walk three days a week. You're just trying to build a habit. You're just trying to make yourself uh, more motivated. You're trying to get some wins. The more you win, the more you want to do it. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. The better you get at it, the longer you can sustain it. The longer you can sustain it, the better results you're going to get. The better results that you get, it's going to keep you motivated to do it for the rest of your life. And that's just how this thing goes. So that's all I got for you guys today. Um, I hope you could keep up with my fast talking. I promise one day I will slow down, but today is not the day. Um, if you're interested in our coaching program, again, email us at stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. It is all virtual, done on a membership website where we have all video recorded lessons for you guys, worksheets. Um, we have a lot of material and information that can absolutely change your life. Our coaches have over 60 years experience helping men become physically, mentally, and socially, economically healthier and stronger. Um, we also do coaching calls for you guys to keep you on track, and you will be engaging with other members of the program every once in a while as well. Again, stronggenscoaching at gmail.com. If you have any questions, send them my way. Uh, until next time, guys, peace.